A special bonus episode of Hype is My Superpower. And as longtime listeners of the podcast may well know, we kind of shut down during the December holiday months, and we figured to keep you all hooked up with that juicy, juicy content, we would invite some friends along and just hang out, shoot the shit, and talk about comics, Marvel, this and that, things we're hyped upon. So, yeah, today we've got Marvelous Tay here. Tay, I'll, I'll uh, ask you to, yeah, just uh, introduce yourself. Who are you? What do you do? So I'm Marvelous Tay. I have a Marvel addiction that probably should be medicated, as I always <laughs> say every, to everyone. Um, <laughs> I stream variety games, talk about Marvel things, and and show my obsession with Funko Pops that I really need to figure out how to dumb that down <laughs> in the future. <laughs> it sounded really before we recorded out. here that uh, today did absolutely nothing to to quell that addiction. Like, I, <laughs> it is one of I the hardest of- things to quit. So hard. You know, I've never been hooked at anything in my life. This is like now I know what addiction is because this is it. This is my addiction. I can't stop buying Funkos. And then like Black <laughs> Panther, what kind of forever came out, and Black Panther Legacy came out at Target. And I was just like, okay, I have to get the throne and Siri and Riri Williams. I was like, okay, all right. I'm about to go broke really quickly. <laughs> I, uh, I I feel your pain. It's magic cards for me, and I've got some just sitting in the mailbox right now. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it's not even like they take up just enough room that it it gets really hard to manage. Like the both pops, pops and cards. Yeah, like all of it. Just all of a sudden, you turn around and there's just every flat surface has a magic <laughs> card or a pop or a stray Lego for me. I totally get it. <laughs> oh my god, this table behind me is completely full with everything Avengers behind me. I have I everything see, Avengers. I see an Infinity Gauntlet. I see Mjolnir, oh, yeah. and that's oh, just yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I have Star Lord's mask. And then I have uh, Iron Moto, and then I have all the like Avengers uh, uh, assembled scene as they circle around with Funkos with Loki with the scepter. Oh yeah, I, that, that's covered. <laughs> <laughs> that's filled. I, that's already good content. Now, now my desk, and that's just a colossal of Funkos. There you go. Well, welcome to the pod. A spot for your pumpkins. Oh yes, with a little spider bot I got from a just campus. Oh, I love him. <laughs> oh. this is my child. This is my <laughs> child. Freaking love him. All right. So okay, I'm sorry. I. I have no, I, I don't interview. I'm not, I will never be a talk show host is what I'm learning <laughs> right now. So, so yeah, so we're bringing friends in and we figured just talk about some stuff and Marvelous Tay, you have Marvel in your name and that's all we've yeah. talked about so far. So let's uh, start real easy. What yeah. do you like about Marvel? 
I'm curious. Oh my God. Okay. What speaks that, to you? See, that is easy to say it, but describe it is the hardest part for me. Because Marvel means to me in so many different ways. One, Marvel, when it when I first got held, uh, handed a Marvel comic, it was the Infinity War, was my first print I ever read. Straight off the riff, not knowing nothing, I'm going right into Infinity War, which I loved. I loved so much. It was about like Thanos and death. There was something about those two that I was like yeah. so drawn into. And I was like, this is a freaking story. Like at the time, it, I think it was a hype was Hunger Games. And I was like, what's this? No, nah, <laughs> I don't need even Hunger Games. This is the story. Like this is good. Awesome. And then it was one course when the Amazing Spider-Man came out with uh, Tobey Maguire, my brother Parker, God rest his soul. <laughs> You know, he has cerebral palsy. So anything with the name Parker in it, like he was like, that's going to be me one day. And when he heard it was Peter Parker, he oh, was cool. obsessed with Spider-Man. So then like, if he was obsessed, I was obsessed. And so we were both just being spider buds. I, you know, at the time there, I don't think I even knew there was a Gwen Stacy or a ghost spider. I had no idea there was even a spider woman. I was just, I just, all I knew was, you know, Peter Parker and that's it. That's totally. all I knew. And I was, it, just for me, Marvel meets means way too much. It hits home with Parker. It's the stories are great. I mean, they really draw out emotions, and I love the character development. So, all of that, it really does touch home. Yeah, awesome. I think we can all identify with that. Like, they're just such like deep sort of core. Or I don't know if deep is quite the right word, but like bedrock concepts, right? It's like the the idea of like responsibility for your life and what you do and what responsibility you have to the people around you. It's like, this is, I, I, especially for Spider-Man. Cause it's like, it's with right. The, 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 the core sort of idea with great power comes great responsibility. Look around oh. through the Marvel universe and you're like, you're, you're not, you're not a great power here, but you, and it, it's like a, a message to all of us, right? Like mm-hmm. we might not individually or like comparatively have great power. But if we hold ourselves to this standard and the expectation as if we do, and we try and project that out to the responsibility we have towards other people, like that's kind of a, (laughs) that's kind of a cool message. Mm -hmm. It really is. God with Spider-Man. Okay. So if you look at like the individual titles of like the different heroes, so few of them, are also defined by their support cast, mm. like the non-powered or non-superhero people in their lives. You take like a Captain America. I, I couldn't, I guess the closest is like Sharon Carter, but she's a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. So like, mm-hmm. she's not a civilian. You look at like Tony and he's got Pepper and Happy Hogan, even though he's not alive in the comics anymore. But like, uh, give it time. Which is the worst? <laughs> yeah, give it time. It's the worst. <laughs> you go to you it's go to comic, Pete, nobody and stays it's like <laughs> it's so true. Uh, you go to Pete, <laughs> and there's like you've got your Gwen Stacy, your Mary Jane, you have your Aunt May, you've mm-hmm. got the entire mm-hmm. staff of Daily Bugle. Yeah, Jane, Jane, Uncle Jane, Ben Robertson. Yeah, Uncle like ben. two seconds. <laughs> Um, hey but it's the first two seconds of every movie so you can relive that trauma every time (laughs) right and so like especially with with spider-man you have this lens of how the superhero 
motivates or inspires the common person mm. and or a civilian and how they take a superhero's influence to heart. Because so I always think of like Flash Thompson and like his whole motivation for joining the army was because Spider-Man was his hero. When he lost his legs saving someone else in his unit, what got him through it was what would Spider-Man do? Hmm. And so like when he's wearing his uniform, his gear, he has all these badges. And then on his other side, he has a little Spider-Man pin because that's who he does it for. And you're just like, oh, it's like that. Uh, you just don't see that. enough. It's so fucking good. <laughs> it's just a great story. And you know what? It, it really shows like, it shows how much Spider-Man weighs through not in the comic books and through like little characters, even outside of the comic books. I mean, Spider-Man weighs on a lot of people more than pe- I don't, I don't think even Stanley ever realized, even when he was creating Spider-Man, how much this character was going to weigh on people. And like, it was like wearing a badge of honor in a sense, even though we were, we I wish I could be swinging webs all the time. I can't, Sure, but it really is like, I mean, who knew at the time he was writing that this is going to carry on for so many years and like impact so many people's lives as characters, even in different other spiders, because they all had their own different, you know, stories. Even like with 2099, like I freaking love that Spider-Man. Like that's <laughs> my favorites. That's one of my favorites. But they all mean oh, so special. <laughs> Miguel, Miguel O'Hara. Yeah, I don't, Miguel O'Hara. Not, He's got a I gotta new, say, I'm not coming out. I, I see Is him pop he? up every once in a while, but I, I don't, I'm not super familiar with Miguel O'Hara. What, what do you guys like about him? He just seems like he's like, he's like a rich guy, Spider-Man, right? He's like got a kind of a different thing going on. Yes. He just, I think I like about him because he's just, he's super, he's more dark than the other mm. Spider-Mans that we read about. And I'm not comparing it, but it has like kind of the exact same kind of formula. It's like the dark Knight kind of thing. You got to compare it to Batman in a sense. Like he's very dark and he's ruthless and he can be ruthless when he needs to be. And it's, it's just, cause he's just different. And I think that's why I like him. He's just really different. Awesome. I mean, with his arms that he like, I don't, and I don't know what they call it in the book. I don't remember, but it's like almost like blaze that he will slash someone with them and it's, it's over. Yeah. And mm. it's a lot more brutal. Mm. and a little more heavier than like Spider-Man. He's just like, I'm just going to web you. And then, you know, I have the cops take care of you. Like we're good. (laughs) You know, no, he's like, no, I'm going to slice it. And we're, I don't know. I'm out. (laughs) We're done. Yeah. He's, he is a bit more brutal. I don't, I have a strained relationship with 2099, not specifically Spider-Man 2099, but just the universe of 2099, because Mm. we've been telling stories set, in the year 2099 for 25 years now. And it's <laughs> always still 2099. At least in 616, we've gained like three years <laughs> canonically. <laughs> Someday. But, like in, in 70, yeah, I mean, in 77 more years, <laughs> you know, we will either have to change the real world to exactly mirror the Marvel 2099 universe, or yeah. they're going to have to figure some shit out. Well, we have like uh, across the Spider-Verse coming out with 2099 being a forefront character, which I cannot wait. Cause even into the Spider-Verse, voiced by Oscar Isaac. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> even better. <laughs> That's awesome. Even better. I'm down. Man. 
It's going to be even worse, like further, further into the future, you know, assuming that publishing and stories and humanity continues this long. Oh, no. But like, it, imagine like, you know, Marvel 2099 or just go back a little bit further. Marvel 1602. Oh, God, I know. <laughs> right. These Dude, historical can you imagine documents. 2099 being written in the year like. 2113. Yeah, yeah. And it has to be set in the past now. Yep. <laughs> oh my God. It's like that episode of Harvey Birdman where uh, the Jetsons are like, oh, we yeah. come from the year 1999. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It would be a mess. So another conversation point I had was earliest exposure to Marvel, but it sounds like that was. You you answered that with the Infinity War back when Amazing Spider-Man came out and like Hunger Games. That's and all that. one, it's one of my favorite. Infinity War is, I think, still to this day one of my favorite reads. And that's know? the the '90s one with uh, with uh, Adam Warlock and the gems and mm-hmm. Thanos and all oh, that. Golden Boy, I love Golden Boy. That's what I call him. <laughs> I call him I, have to say, I think you found a gap in both of our reading. I don't think either of us have read that one. Shut up! Really? Oh, yeah. You, read it tomorrow. All right. Walk, walk, that, walk, us, through, is, walk us through. Walk us through it. Walk us through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your please. Sunday read right there. Okay. okay. One. I love <laughs> Sunday read. Yeah. Two. It's just fantastic. I think what, what I like said. I love the kind of very unbalanced relationship that Death and Thanos has to each other. Mm. You know, the, the entire time Thanos is like trying to be with Death. He wants Death to be his wife like he is just loves her to death yeah no pun intended so (laughs) i didn't mean to do that that was so natural so he's (laughs) doing everything he can right and he's like okay i gotta get all these stones and that will impress her and i'm gonna like eliminate half the universe and then she has all these souls and she's like oh my god i'm the freaking god and i'm cool and she'll fall in love with me and little that Thanos really thought that obviously not really thinking thoroughly that he would have to die too to be with death. You know, mm-hmm. he thought like, if you give death all this power, she'll come mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. And no, which ends up didn't work out. And this is even before, because he told her and she's like, yeah, no, this is not my thing. And then like, all right, I'll make death for you. Cause he had, the, I think the soul stone at the time. I haven't yeah. remembered. It's been a long time. I read this. And then he made Nebula out of death. Like Nebula was not a robotic. She was just a dying mass of a person. No kidding. Like, almost like a zombie. It's really, huh. really weird. Like, her, there's no hair. You're going to have to look it up. It's That's dark very as hell. gross. Cool. Yeah. Dark. Mm. And she's like, mm, no. Nah. And he kept giving her gifts, like, over yeah. and over and over. And throughout the entire story, because there's a lot of, like, little stories here and there that we had to read previously before Infinity War. You know, the Avengers are scattered. They've already been scattered they're lost and confused to the point they had to go to doom to pretty much seek help. Like, yo, we, we can't do this. <laughs> you know, you're a genius. So come help us out pretty much. And, yeah. you know, he's like, okay, well, I can't do much because, well, it's just me, but I know a guy that might help you, which ends up seeking help for Adam Warlock, which he just said, Eek. Adam Warlock comes very off. Like, a, I don't really want to help you. Yeah. This is not my problem. Yeah. I'm Adam freaking Warlock. This right. Is... Literal space <laughs> Jesus here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he, like, he can try, but 
if you're all desperate, like I'll come the last second, but like you yeah. might be fine. Yeah. Pretty much sending them to their deaths. I've got and some Messiah things to do over here. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Cap goes in, Cap goes in is like, you know, oh yeah, we got this. Like I'm freaking Captain America. Like I sure. am the leader. Like, come on. <laughs> This should be easy. It was all form of plan. And they don't. They end up, you know, failing. You know, Cap almost dies. Like it's it is dark and heavy. Thanos is just stomping them to the ground. And of course, Adam comes in like, yo, I'm golden boy god. I'm gonna terminate you in five seconds. Give me the stones and we're done. And they fight. All this fight, fight, fight. And throughout the entire circuit, there's like this story goes on forever. Mind you, this yeah. is not like a five, six, this is forever. And there's multiple different endings where like Adam technically beats Thanos, sticks his stones and runs to the point where there's one story that continues off that, that deletes the ending or replaces it with the infinity war, or not, the uh, uh, infinity stone, Iron Man suit, which was an intense read oh, where wow. Iron Man makes a suit for the infinity stones. And they're all scattered on his chest. Sick. That damn <laughs> sick ending, and that's when I was like, when the movie came out, I was like, we're about to get the suit, we're about to get the suit. Oh, this no. is the suit. <laughs> and, like I was so excited to see the freaking suit. <laughs> oh man! And then like it's a glove, and I was like, oh come on, just give me the suit. <laughs> it will be all gold with the stones. Just do it. <laughs> like that's simple. No brutal. So like. Oh my god! And I was so bummed because throughout the Infinity War movies, I was like, "Where's Death?" Also, why is Nebula like right. a robot? Like she's supposed to be a zombie? I was like, I didn't read a lot more, more modern comics, so they kind of did a modern twist. Yeah, Infinity War. I didn't read that one, so I was like, "What's happening here? This doesn't make sense." Yeah, like, none of this makes sense. Like Spider Man's not even here. Like he's out in New right. York doing his own thing. Right, he's not here. Oh, <laughs> I highly, highly recommend reading that. Just, just the seeing the relationship between death and Thanos is what really draws me. I'll have to check it out. Hands I, down. I wonder. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's because we're reading Sandman right now, and <gasps> you know, yeah, we're reading Sandman on the pod. Great, <laughs> right, right? Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And death is. We were, we just had a a long conversation on uh, a couple days ago on the episode we most recently recorded about death and the difference between death and in Marvel versus in Sandman and just what a completely different take on this like aspect of of or concept or whatever right like mm-hmm. and part of me wonders like how much of death's appearances in Marvel is death actually being like a character of its own you know like like a a defined character or or concept person type thing and how much is just like like Thanos is constantly rejected by death because he expects to be rejected by death you know because or like Deadpool has a lot of yeah you know interactions with death as well he's also rejected by death but in a very different way because he wants not because he wants to impress so- death because he wants to fucking die Oh well, um. yeah, and Death actually wants Deadpool. That's the funny part about yeah. Death. The Death actually wants Deadpool, and Death is like Thanos. Yeah, you, whatever. Your totally. kid's a little weird. Not my thing. So you know, it's really weird to see the difference between those two because they are so dramatically different. But they have they end up having the exact same consequence at the end. Yeah, 
but yeah, it, it, it also just makes me wonder like what really is death? Like in, in Marvel, like, cause they, they, pre- they, they go really hard with like a lot of other, you know, cosmic constants have like personas, they have their own desires. They act on the world with some sort of like will that's, that's, you know, beyond like just being <laughs> an aspect of the universe, just a con- like you've got living tribunal going around fucking all sorts of shit up. You've got eternity, like talking to people, you know, like these are, are so much more actualized as things, people, things that have will and desire. And so it is just, I don't know. It's such a curious concept to me. I think he really just blew my mind open into like millions of pieces. Cause like <laughs> I never really thought that that deeply. Cause like that, like, is she just death? Like that's, you know, right. pretty straightforward. Yeah. That's death. And I was like, now I hear you talk. I'm like, Oh my God. It's like a whole new meaning to me. Like, is, she really <laughs> just, is there more than just death than just death? Well, like, cause I also I'm, feel like there's, n- it's never, I feel like it's never been explored. The relationship between, all of the hells and all of the like gods of deaths from all the different pantheons mm. and the, and the cosmic constant of death. Like they never report back to her <laughs> or like any sort of thing yeah. like that. I don't know. I've actually never doing their own thing now. <laughs> I'm still obsessed with my fan theory that Noel is death's father. <laughs> I heard that. I kind of wish that was true. <laughs> I, I kind of wish that was true because that would make it. It very makes sense. It makes sense. Noel did the first kill in this universe. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's the other thing, true. though, is the cosmic constants are in the like in overspace, and they existed before this instance of the multiverse. So, like, it's it's more that Noel invited death to this universe. And without Noel, there would have been no death, and then we'd have a cancer verse. So, yeah, I, I, I still, I, I, I'm still just holding out in my head cannon forever, though that awkward car ride of the Spider-Man Homecoming movie where you've got Thanos as Billy Bob Thornton, and or sorry, Noel as Billy Bob Thornton, and Thanos as Peter, and Death as, uh, as what's her name. Was that was that Liz Allen? Uh, oh, Liz I Allen. Think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and Michael Keaton, not Bill Bob Thornton. Fuck! How dare you? Oh, oh yeah, it was Michael Keaton. That was mm-hmm. Michael Keaton. That's because because Birdman. That's why the joke, and also uh, Batman. Yeah. That's why the joke is so funny. <laughs> oh wow! That makes oh wow! I never even thought about it. That didn't go to mind. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, he just likes okay, playing hey. characters with wings. That's kind of his thing. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. I just realized that. <laughs> I was like, wait, Batman, Birdman, and then Vulture? Which I just actually watched Morbius for the first time just recently. I have waited to not listen to the media. I sat down and watched it. Good How you. can you not listen to the media? It's <laughs> Well, because sometimes hey, they're wrong. Morbius sometimes. is a movie that came out. Okay. It is mm-hmm. absolutely one of the movies of all time. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. <laughs> you know what? You know overall, like the beginning half was long and lengthy, but it was really actually good. I liked the flow of the story and where they were 
giving Morbius his power. I, I appreciate all that. It was the fight scenes that I was like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> this is just chaotic. This was like, they were trying to show Morbius powers, but it was just too much. It was not. Nope. I was like, they, no, yeah, there's definitely I, redeeming qualities about it. And then I was like, okay. And I was like, why is Michael Keaton in this? Because like, I saw that it was in the trailer, but like, I didn't cross my mind. And I was like, oh, Spider-Man, you know, the no way right. home. All right. Okay. No. Like we lost Vulture. Like that kind of stinks. Like, that hurts a little bit because like <laughs> really didn't really see him really be too you know menacing truly we saw him like kind of just wanting to be rich and right. i was like oh mm, shoot i'm hoping to get him back though in like the multiversal war or something i don't know i'm like i'm throwing ideas at this point i don't know <laughs> i wonder how that's gonna play out Dude, to this day, and you can you can quote me, you can clip okay. this, you can do whatever you want. Quote me on this. I swear to you to this day that Tom Holland will, you know, do like a, I'm telling you, they can do the same thing with Iron Man. Second formula with Tom Holland. Spider-Man's going to have to do something. He's the only one that can do it. He'll do it. And Miles Morales will take his place. I'm telling you, after Multiverse War, mm. we'll be getting Miles Morales. He was in the background between No Way Home. His yeah. little glowing hands. We all saw it. It's coming. It's Miles. <laughs> I, I like, totally agree with I'll that. I mean, it. there's, it, it's it's the same exact thing of like when when you're trying to port these Marvel concepts into the real world with mm-hmm. actors who don't have infinitely non aging continuities that you can keep going forever, and yet you, we still don't have Tom Cruise <laughs> because yeah. he doesn't Sorry, age. Continue. I, it took me a second. <laughs> no. Uh, no I think they are they are very selective in the angles in which they shoot Tom Cruise now. That's because well, he's so short. It has nothing to That's do with his also age. True. <laughs> he has like lifted shoes. Yeah, when he like you know shoots scenes with women of average height. <laughs> no, I I vote no for Tom Cruise only if he does like Wolverine, but. We also are getting no. back, so I'm happy with that, and I'll take it. But I wouldn't give Tom Cruise any attention in Marvel. No offense to Tom Cruise. I think Cruise Hugh Jackman's going to stay. I don't think Hugh Jackman's going to stay either. Well, I think it's. Just I think it's going to be for minimum ten minutes of Deadpool three, and then he's going to yeah. go back to the universe that he came from. Yeah. Really, only ten minutes. I thought it was going to be more than that. Minimum ten. <laughs> yeah. Mm, maximum thirty. Maybe. Oh, I think it's. I think he could be a supporting character for the whole movie. I think he's going to be a big role because here's the thing. I don't think he would do it if he was going to be on there for more than 10 minutes, especially for Wolverine. And I know that the fans, listen, the fans will riot if he's only 10 minutes on there. The fans for right. Wolverine are intense. It's fans. at least 10 because it's got to be, it's got to be the dramatic reveal. It's got to be the banter. And then it's got to be the True. dramatic fight. And then he's got to go. Also, I don't think, gotta, I don't think it, Hugh Jackman's going to be the Wolverine of, of MCU. No, There's absolutely no not. No way. Then who, they've who they've got to clear him out so they can make room for Tom Waits as Wolverine. Whatever, yeah, I was gonna, whatever, <laughs> whatever Letter Kenny guy is. Jared Kiso. Yeah, that guy. Letter Kenny? I love that show. <laughs> Will yeah, refuses yeah, to watch it because it's too white. At this at this point, it's on, on principle. Okay, listen, it's, just, it's so funny. The pilot episode is one of my favorites to this day. But it's the first yeah. five minutes I love. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's I know, great. yeah. Just I've I've played that cold open for you. The scene with where they're insulting the hockey players. 
Um, oh, and they want to fight? Yeah, and they want to fight. And they take off their shirt? Yeah, I've played that for you, and you yeah. laughed your ass off, and you're like, no, I'm not watching yeah. the show. No, it's funny. Dude, I don't... I, because too, there's too many of you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Our entire friend group it's just like, many. is quoting it all the time, and, and now it's... It, it's It was my fault for saying, principle. to be fair, one time. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I had the same problem once on. with the, yeah, I had the same problem with DC people. And I was like, to be fair, DC doesn't have the story structure as Marvel. And they were like, I got alert after alert, alert. I was like, oh yeah, I just totally just punch myself in the foot right now. Hardcore. Yeah. Well, I mean, DC just, they have, they tell very different stories. Are we, are we talking DC Comics or DC EU, whatever movie thing is called? <laughs> a bit of both. I feel like yeah. more modern day comics DC has been done and extensively better. To me, I actually enjoyed more than more older comics, to be honest. But but the only good thing about DC is Batman, only the animation show, and the series of Dark Knight, and that's it. I mean, I freaking love all of those. Michael Caden for like maybe two movies. And then when George Clooney came in with little nipples, I was like, this, this is a no. <laughs> the nipple this suit. Is, oh, can, can, whatever this is a no. <laughs> can I say something which I think is going to end up being absolutely blasphemous in this current, in, in, in current company? Yeah. <laughs> I'm that sure DC's black. fine. I'm sure DC's fine. I've never. Oh. Now, I have. Okay. I've almost I don't think I've ever read an incontinuity DC comic. I, I have. I've seen maybe like 20% of their movies if like historically like I've seen, you know, most of the Batman movies and one the first Wonder Woman and that's it. Oh, I don't care. Oh, I did me I did watch Wonder Woman 84. That's right. I had it on in the background while I was saying they were so confident. Else. They went from Wonder Woman 1, skipped <laughs> 2 through 83, <laughs> and did Wonder Woman 84. Yeah. And they they messed up. <laughs> they, they, they just they all this con- this character development that they skipped in the intervening <laughs> 82 installments or 1982 installments i think it was right? 1984 Horrible. it was it was just called 84 uh, it was like was ww84 or some shit okay yeah. well okay so to your point about DC I'm sure it's fine. I, I just, I don't, I only have so much room in my head and in my heart for these sort of like sprawling, large continuity, you know, right. concepts. And if I'm going to get into something, I'm going to get into it all the way. And basically I've got, you know, all of those slots full, filled up for me with X-Men comics, Magic the Gathering, NBA basketball and uh, revolutionary leftist politics. And, and I don't, <laughs> I don't have any, I don't have any more. I can't, I can't do another. And so it's so, like, am, is DC fine? I will never know. I assume there are enough people who like it. Probably. I can tell you for sure that Zack Snyder is a fuck, but besides that, I don't care. <laughs> so the, the standing, the biggest critique I've heard about DC, other than their closed-mindedness here and there that hits, you know, mainstream story media or whatever, mm-hmm. the main critique has been it's 95% Batman and Superman. Mm. It is. No other named character gets a spotlight. 
Mm. Whereas compared to Marvel, my wallet can attest they have <laughs> way too many titles. <laughs> but they ideas. but they're giving they're giving other characters time to grow and be somebody new. And they're just there's no room for that in DC. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Like and there's like 15 you. Batman titles and oh, like six many. Superman titles and then four mm-hmm. Justice League titles, all of which surrounding Batman, Superman and their interactions with other heroes. There's yeah. there's like Teen Titans, maybe. But even that is Bat Family adjacent. <laughs> yeah. Even <laughs> so like short lived. Yeah. So that and that's kind of the main critique I've heard from from creators that read both. Mm. is that Marvel is more spread out and developing better stories for characters that aren't the famous white man that's in the center yeah. of the title. Interesting. Which, so I, I, which I agree. Yeah. Which I agree 100%. Because in, even for me, I am not a huge DC fan. I do read time and time some DC characters, you know, just for the heck of it. I didn't just watch, what, just, I actually just watched yesterday uh, Black Adam for the first time when you go see it. And I was very excited for this because, like, it's Dwayne freaking Rock Johnson. Like, come on. It's Dwayne. You can't go wrong with it. You know? And Hawk's there. And, like, we're all getting... Like, fate. Like, we're all getting excited. And that movie was, like... It, that movie was, like, looked like... And was written, like, it was made in 2003. And they just stopped. And then they're like, hey, this old script. Here it is. Mm, wow. With the movie. And I was okay. just like, you really flop for me. Have a really good potential, good character. Because Black Adam is has a great dark story to it, and you, you, I really miss the ball here. And I was like, you guys really miss a character that's not really seen as much, and yeah, flopped hugely hmm. to me. Wow, uh, yeah. So, it was Steve, for sad. reference, <laughs> most of what I know about Black Adam is from the episode of Death Battle on YouTube that came out like last yeah. month about him. Okay, the closest comparison we probably have from Marvel is a lot of story similarities between him and Apocalypse. Yes. Okay. As far as like Middle Eastern slash Egyptian history, mm-hmm. always fought for the betterment of his people. He's He's been both good and bad, even though Apocalypse only recently has been good, but <laughs> both good and bad um, as far as like team-ups are concerned and on. Godly powerful. Yes. Uh, his only weakness has been his writers, <laughs> from what it seems like. <laughs> okay. Yes. Fair. That was, that was uh, it. <laughs> so, was yeah. So, like, there's just a lot of that. And so you have a character like Black Adam who is dark skinned and incredibly powerful and on par with the heavy hitters of the DC universe. The, this was their big chance to do something big. Mm. And same with Hulk too. Same, same with Hulk because that was also finally like more. Hulk had a lot more screen time, so it was like, all right, also a great character. Like I, that was one of my favorite characters in the Justice League cartoon series. The whole relationship between Hulk and Hulk Girl, and like the whole drama filled all that was great. So I was really excited to see that more in you know live, and it was just it was a flop. And I was really bummed. And I was like, this, this, That's too bad. I thought this was going to fix DC. Like, okay, they're going to learn. 
they're going to throw this mm. character, like a huge curveball, like this is going to be great. And this is going to pretty much get in the exact same ballpark to the MCU. And then it, it was like watching Green Lantern, but like a tad bit better. And oh, I was just no. like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. Oh God. <laughs> no. Cause the other thing is I really like a lot of, like I said, I've never read an in continuity DC book, but I really like a lot of other stuff that they've published. Like, you know, Watchmen is an all-time favorite. I so said we're reading Sandman now. I guess that was originally intended to be in continuity. But, like, pretty much everything that they published at Vertigo, like Invisibles and Transmetropolitan and, you know, all these other, like, great, great Vertigo titles. Like, I, I just... But it's... it Like, how do you make space for such original stories? And you're just like, eh. <laughs> we, we don't want any of that in uh, we in our money maker. We want to stick to, you know, Batman and Superman. Which will never learn what Marvel is learning right now. What Marvel's learning right now is what DC will never learn until they fix it. Is that they're bringing mm. out Marvel's bringing out some little characters that only true comic book fans truly know. Right, mm. the true ones was like you know even like Moon Knight and Moon Knight's blowing up. People yeah. loved Moon Knight. I loved Moon Knight. I was like, you guys did this character justice. Yeah. So you got exactly to the wire. The story was great. You did it great. Like it was everything about that show was perfect. And now that you know Moonlight is now, I can see through the numbers. I mean, people are now interested interested if we read the comics and be a part of it. And people are starting to read characters that we only us knew about for so long and now people are excited about it in dc they don't really go out there and explore the little characters the ones that like don't get that limelight they'll never understand that how much money they could be making because they have some good good characters that no mm. one talks about and they just kind of throw batman superman in and you know because it's top seller it's like iron man in a sense and you know it, it's easy yeah. sell but they did, Marvel they did hit an absolute home run with the Doom Patrol TV show, though. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, <laughs> I don't care. That seems great. That's great. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I haven't watched the TV That's, shows yet. Oh my god. Yeah. Great. It's great. Fantastic. I listen that and like I I do like Batman the animated series because Mark Hamill as the Joker is like the yeah. best present that we've ever been given. Like hands down. I fight me on that all day long. Okay, to all those uh uh what's his name um guy from Dark Knight. I forget his name. Shoot. Oh, he's letter. Oh, he's letter. Like I'm sorry, Mark Hamill sticks the cake. I'm sorry. Quote <laughs> me on that. It's just he's the best. So, I mean, I'll watch those two and then I'm, then I'm good. Then I'll stop. Yeah. 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 I mean, there always has to be a distinction of like, when you say like favorite Joker, they always have to say, who's your favorite live action Joker? Because <laughs> everyone's going to say Mark Hamill. Uh, like everyone grew everyone of every age grew up with Mark Hamill as their Joker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just feel like he really like brought that cartoon and it felt like lifelike. Like that cartoon was now terrifying. He made that cartoon terrifying. Yeah, he looked kind of like goofy and whatever, but he made that voice terrifying. And I think that's what mm-hmm. it was, especially with the killing joke, like that whole movie alone. Oh, yeah. Done. Done. But I actually have a question for you guys because this just recently came out. Yeah. The tra- Bring trailers. It. What do we feel like? First of all, Anthony. I have no idea. Media. We're, we're not trailer people. <laughs> oh, my God. So I see the information. It's just me. 
I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. oh my God. And a garden holiday. Oh, yep. God. I, yeah, you just posted on your Discord today that you watched that trailer. I wow. broke it down. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw a really long paragraph and I was like, Mark is red, moving on. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Information. Here's the oh thing about Will in particular. Mm-hmm. The hype. Like, we, we didn't choose the name of this podcast by accident. The, if you sit next to Will at uh, oh, a movie, out specifically like a Marvel movie, you will get pummeled in the face because he is he cannot contain his hype and he's freaking out and his fists are flying. And okay. yeah, and it's okay. great. It's fun. Yeah. But like, oh, yeah. it's the closest <laughs> to beating my wife I've ever gotten. <laughs> Sitting next to her at a Marvel movie. It's <laughs> my bad. Literally on the same way. I actually during No Way Home, the first time I'm watching it, premiere night, I'm by myself. So I'm alone. So my brother just passed away. So I'm emotional scrap. Oh and I'm sitting there crying and sobbing. The person next to me goes, you need to stop crying because I can't hear the movie. <laughs> like, I'm so... Oh, no. Like, <laughs> oh, no. I can, you know, Andrew Garfield came in the scene and I'm crying. I am... You know, oh, I kind of already knew. Like, I had a right suspicion. On. Like, we all kind of knew. I was still sobbing. Sobbing down. And the guy's like, yeah. yeah, you gotta really tone it down because I can't even hear what they're saying. Oh, my God. Like, she's just now throwing bread. And what did she say? Well, I don't know. Because you kept crying. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> so I literally had to wear my hoodie and like tuck it in and just kept crying. And oh man, literally at the quietest moment in the movie of No Way Home when Dog Ock is holding the you know the the, the sun in his hands, you mm. know, and and you hear the theme song of you know Spider Man Ox theme song. And mm-hmm. I see, you know, Spider-Man coming in. I really stood up and I screamed. And it was like, I didn't know. I thought it'd be like, hey, I, thought be, I thought it's going to be with me on this. <laughs> no one was. So it was just an obnoxious chick standing up with all of her Spider-Man gear. Just like, yeah. Like, this is the <laughs> moment we wanted. And I ruined it. <laughs> so I understand. You and I would be great together. Because we'll just yes. both be like hitting each other and screaming. We'll be perfect. <laughs> But yeah, so great. see, I'm not the only one. Steven. You're not the only one. No, I'm happy for you. <laughs> I'm just saying that the purpose of a trailer is to hype you up for the uh, movie. And I think if true. Will were to get any more hyped up for the movie, uh, uh, it would be a danger. You'd be a danger to yourself and others. Okay, I will so say this. yeah, I don't watch but trailers. I will say this without spoiling it because there's no spoiler. I will say this. I really truly think that Ant Man and Quantum Media will really show the forefront for the next couple phase. I think this is going to be mm. the big movie. I think this is mm. the big movie. Interesting. I really interesting. believe it. Because it's the first movie of phase five. Well, so that's really it's, interesting. It's where it's I I don't want to spoil it because I want to be respectful. But there okay, are a few scenes that I was excited for, shocked, and thrilled how they were executing it. So oh, I really wow, think cool. this is, it's really going to show, it's really going to be, I will say this, it's going to be a challenge for Ant-Man. And I'll, I'll end it like that. This is going to be a challenge. Cool. I will say that. This is going to be Fine. very interesting. And the, the holiday one, so it's just cute. It's letting you know it's just cute. That's it. That's, that's the only thing I can say. It's cute. It's cute. Stoked. 
That's awesome. Yeah, about my um, uncontrollable hype. So the trailer for Civil War that <gasps> ended with Spider-Man showing up. Oh, my God. I got uncontrollable chills the first time I watched it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, God. This is why. Oh, God. <laughs> I, oh, God. <laughs> literally. I just. Oh, I'll tell you a funny man. story. This is very true. I watched that. I threw my phone at a pure excitement, completely shattered it. No. I was like, yes, Spider-Man. I'm like, I'm throwing it. Like, yes, finally. Like, and I was so happy that it was like a new character. And I knew Tom Holland thinks it's an amazing movie. Uh, it was called Impossible, based on a true story. If you've not seen that movie, go watch it. Tom Holland was a little, little kid and was amazing at it. So I already previously knew him as an actor. So I was like, heck yeah, this is going to be amazing. We're going to get back to young Peter again. Like, yes. Like, I, I literally cracked my phone. I was so excited. Wow. I cracked it. <laughs> I was just so thrilled. I was so thrilled. Oh, and wow. I was team Iron Man. I was team Iron Man. I don't care. At me, I was team Iron Man all the way. Really? I, I mean, granted, the Sokovia Accords are slightly different than the Superior Registration Act. Which is based on, but interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I was Team Iron Man the entire time. I was. Was that because you prefer Tony over Steve, or because you support the Accords and reporting to the government? It was technically a bit of both, I will say. But the problem is the Soviet Accords, and this is what I had during the Civil War, that they were both wrong and they were both right, it was, which yeah. made this movie so great. Because they were both wrong and right in different avenues. We're like, yeah, yeah. you gotta have to atone by your actions. Let's look at what damage it's caused. Look at yeah. innocence is past. You gotta at least do something for that portion. But I didn't get the whole, you know, well, we'll call you when, you know, we need you and need you. And we're right. perhaps like, you didn't, you're not gonna know. It's gonna hit you and then it's gonna be too late. And we're, you know, out partying in the Bahamas, drinking Mai Tais in the ocean. We won't be there fast enough, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, so it's like this movie. Yeah, people with with you know you you have to be accountable to the people around you, but also you like why do we trust the government as as you know the body that you're going to be accountable to for sure. Well, I was definitely more Team Iron Man when the first scene when we go you know when they're all fighting and and he has that vision of all everyone mm. dying and i was like and that's why i was like i was literally scraping the leather off the chair and i was like <laughs> this is thanos like this is it. introducing the big baddie and i'm just like all right like this is the big moment and i think from then i understood why iron man did what he did because of the fear mm. that he saw. And he was the only one that really knew that fear. If you, he's the only one that really put the rocket up in space. He's the one that saw the, the all those, you know, ships. I mean, yeah. he is truly the only hero throughout the MCU that really knew the terror of Thanos and what was to become. And Cap has little like Cap Cap's like, oh, well, if we do this together, like, if we fail, then we do it together, like, woohoo, and Iron like, bro, uh, you're dumb, like, if we do this together, we're all gonna die, and then, like, there's no Avengers, so, like, what's plan B, because you don't yeah. got any, Yeah. and that's what made me appreciate a little bit more, that's why I was, like, kind of leaning a little bit towards 
Iron Man because I knew he was acting out of fear and protection and mm-hmm. and shielding. Like he wanted, like he said, he wanted the world to be protected in a suit of armor. That's what his vision was. So mm-hmm. I have to lean a little bit to Iron Man. It's a little bit. Checks out. Okay. I understand the motivation for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just makes sense. No, I don't agree after the buggy situation. That's where like, okay, Iron Man, like, <laughs> You need to sit down and listen real quick. Do the math. Come on. Yeah. Not- and messing with Captain America's boyfriend, you're going to, you're, you're going to cause. Oh problems. yeah. You're, you're asking for problems here. Come on. I mean, <laughs> yeah, first- they had to delay. They had to derail the story a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is kind of a trope going on with the MCU is like when there's a truly <laughs> like intellectually interesting conversation to be had about the state mm. of the world and the state of the heroes. You have to derail it somehow to mm. like remind people that this is a Marvel superhero film. And then mm. we're going to just have people punching each other instead of yeah. actually having like a real conversation. Like she's she too bad. Hint. hint. <laughs> oh my god right oh man see man it was so much more prolific before she hulk called everyone out on it but whatever the the point still stands (laughs) that That was i think hands down the best finale in mcu display series by far right next to loki yes i will say if i had to rank them to best finale she Hulk, Loki, <laughs> Moon Knight, Falcon, and Winter Soldier, and then WandaVision, which I hate that I put it so low, but it's so true. That was an awful <laughs> finale. Yeah, so it awful. was a really yeah. The the rest of the show was so much better than than how oh, it ended. Seriously, it was like gold, yeah. gold, gold, and it was like, all right, it's bronze. I'm like, this is this is hell. <laughs> This is what, and and I understood. I think like I think it was rumors that Doctor Strange was supposed to go in there and like clean it up, and I understood why they deleted that part. But I really would appreciate it. I think I would like it a bit more. Even at the end, Doctor Strange's like, "Hey, Wanda, what you been up to? I'm having problems." Insert multiverse of madness or somehow something like that. Like an introduction of that, I would have liked it. Or secret invasion without us knowing, like that would have been nice. But at the end, I think I hated the absolute ending part where she goes into the theater and they're like, look, this person want to talk to you. And we're all sitting here like, who the heck is it? And to this day, I don't even know who the heck was it. I like, we don't know. And it yeah. bothers my mind. It, <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't. And so I hate yeah. the one that's so low. Mm. But She-Hulk <laughs> finale was perfect. I was so happy that we didn't get red Hulk or Hawkling like Hawkling was being tossed around. Mm. I was like, there's no way I get Hawkling. Like we're not ready for Hawkling yet. Like the young Avengers are not even a quarter way built. We only have a handful. I, I feel like they're close. I really do. Like no, you can introduce the the rest of the characters like in the, in the show or just go with it, you know, replace a couple of the characters and, and put like Kamala Khan on there, you know? Like, yeah. They could, they could Riri. do a champions young. Yeah, young exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, I don't think you're going to have both teams. Right. So you're going to need to find a place for, for, I guess you could put Kamala on some X team or something, but Riri, yeah. like I could see, I could see like, uh, you know, they do the whole Kang plot or the whole iron lad plot. And then they're like, Oh, we don't have any iron man substitute. And then Riri shows up and, 
a Riri is going to be amazing. I can't wait yeah. for that. That's, that's a listen. No offense to the rest of the cast. I am there for Riri because I hate <laughs> love her books. And I was like, I'm here for Riri all the way. And I'm so excited. Even though I hate today at Target, they had a figurine of her like more Mark II modified suit. And I saw it and I was like, oh, that's the most biggest spoiler I think I've ever seen in my life. And I was so <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh. I don't go down the toy aisle before Marvel movies oh, coming out. God, I hate. <laughs> I found I hate out about Legos. Giant Man from a Lego set. Oh, for Civil War, <laughs> I was like, man, I wanted to be surprised by that. Yeah. That would have been so cool to see it happen oh. and just be like, oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I was yeah. like, air, it's like airport fight scene, and there's a giant ass <laughs> Ant Man that's the size of the like. TSA like control center and I was like oh, oh <laughs> well that's <yay>. happening <laughs> yeah I was so bummed but um I, I really do feel like it will be a champions and Avengers mix I don't think we'll get a hogling I think the hog that we were sadly given I will say because that hairline I don't know what was going on there oh, scar <laughs> yeah scar yeah uh, I was like he looks so I like I, I remember scar being very like very brutal looking, like very like uh, I don't leave anyone and no one survives when I leave a battlefield. Yeah. Like y- it's when huh? I'm done. So I'm a was little like, less yeah. looking like Skrillex. And, yeah, he's just kind of like cuddly. <laughs> like I can hug this guy and have coffee with him. And I'm right, like, he. Mm. Oh man. Mm. Like, you know, it's a, a change. A change to the Hulks that I'm not a fan of is that mm. they don't alter their voice anymore. Mm. Like. It's just odd that mm-hmm. that same uh, Blonsky sounds exactly the same when he's this scrawny little man, and then this twenty foot tall, hulking, massive amphibian muscle. Which makes and no like, sense. It it doesn't like when in phase one and in even in Ragnarok, Hulk has a distorted voice. Yeah. And now that Big Bruce and Hulk have come to this like mental agreement, middle ground thing, it's just oh. Bruce's voice. And it's mm. so strange right. to me. And it is, even though I understand because it's like Professor Hulk in a sense, if you want to put it that way. Right. You can call or Smart Hulk or whatever. I'm calling Professor Hulk because that's what I remember at least from like uh, that old cartoon, the kids show I used to grow up with. It's like an adventure something with Dr. Doom and all of the old original gangs. I think even uh, Raptor was even in that show. Oh, what was uh, that show? oh, Superhero Squad. Thank you. And like, I if love you get, that theme song. <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. And so I, I remember Professor Hulk, at least in that one particularly. And so I'm like, I kind of understand, but like, I really kind of miss Hulk's voice a lot. And I feel like Hulk is one of the characters that we got very few of time with before. He's like, all right, let's just go and merge us together. And I'm like, I really want a little bit more to me. But yeah. I'm saying with, same with uh, even Jen Walters as She-Hulk. And I was like, they need to like at least kind of give it a little more heavy. I mean, not totally distorted, but just a little bit more. Up and, the base uh, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> just something. I don't know. It, it just throws me off. Great. Sure. I agree. I agree. But no, got... best, best finale. Hands oh, up. yeah, for sure. With yeah. Kevin, I was laughing so hard. That, that was, was incredible perfect. with the little with the with little, the little hat. hat. 
<laughs> I was like, yes. Even though I was mad they didn't say multiversal saga, because I was like kind of hoping they would put that instead because that's what mm. he's now wearing. And they did it and I was like, whatever, fine. But I loved it, like with the secret serum drop and like the X-Men scene. Like, oh yeah, we're gonna X-Men. So, like, I was like, yes, girl, give me the X-Men. <laughs> we want it. Like, I want the Nessie Four to come back. That's all I'm asking for. I want freaking Human Torch should be like flying around now. I'm I have waiting. to say for X-Men and X-Men is like, that's my one, you know, that's like, that was my introduction to, to mm-hmm. all of comics really like very foundational piece of, you know, everything for me. I don't mind them taking their time and doing it right. I know it's going to happen. Everyone knows it's going to happen. It's the most obvious thing in the world. Just, you know, Make sure it's great. Make sure it fits. And I don't care when it happens. I agree. I'm, I'm sitting here very excited for Fantastic Four to come out because I just freaking love Fantastic Four. One of my favorites. And I, I'm I'm sitting here very excited because I know the first one was okay and the rest of them were awful. And I'm so excited that they, they did Silver Surfer so wrong and so dirty. They really did. <laughs> they did him so dirty. And I'm sitting here really hoping to get some really good actors and actresses for the entire team. I'm genuinely excited. Yeah. I can't wait any longer. I'm totally with you. I just, I feel like they've just have so much to do. And I want to see all of these characters, like, you know, I want to see them like developed and utilized and not just be like, like I want an, another season of the Moon Knight show, and I want another season of Ms. Marvel, and I want another season of She-Hulk, and I want another season of Loki, and I go on and on and on, and it's like, okay, now this is like, this is so much fucking <laughs> stuff right. to make. Where do you fit in, oh, yeah. like, you know, six Fantastic Four movies and fifteen X-Men shows and twelve X-Men movies, like, right? <laughs> you, can't, cause you can't do it the same way the comics does because no comics is a team of like four or five yeah mm-hmm. you know like inc- if you include like editor and pencil yeah colorist and anchor exactly yeah. but then <laughs> with movies or shows and and all that that's that's studios multiple yeah. studios worth of people per title mm-hmm. that's that's a big ask and but i agree also, i yeah. i want it all give me <laughs> Give well, it, it especially it. after Infinity War, and if we see like more characters being developed and grown, like we really see the potential of what they can do and what they can bring into the MCU. And since yeah. over the years they've been doing it very well, I have a good feeling that the rest of them it's all going to tie in very well. I have very much high hopes, especially totally. with Secret Wars being a great read coming into the MCU. Which would be a fantastic movie. I already claim it's being probably one of the best. I'm already claiming it. Because if they screw that up, I will riot. I will go out there with a sign and say, please do not do this like Rise of Skywalker. Fix it. Well, which which one do you think they're gonna do? Do you think they're gonna do the eighties secret war? Do you think they're gonna do the two thousand ten secret war? I have not read the two thousand ten, so I don't know that one. I 16. hope the eighties because I freaking 16. love oh yeah. sorry, I haven't read that one. Obviously, yeah, yeah. I yeah. want the OG to be honest. That's just me because I like the classics. yeah, yeah. But we'll see. I mean, I think it'd be a little bit of both. I think it's going to be a balance of both. I think the fans I think you're absolutely will be right. very happy. I think it's yeah. a balance of both because yeah. I, really I think it's going to be mostly 2016 Secret Wars. 
And they well, but you haven't read the eighties one. I haven't read the eighties one. I've read parts of the eighties one. Okay, so so we're reverse. I don't read the modern ones. <laughs> you don't read right. the classics. I've read everything that's come out this. Morning. I have read both. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am perfectly situated on our Zoom screen between the two of you. Right That's now. You. Perfect. <laughs> I need to read more of the modern ones, like rereading it in a couple of only ones I really give my time to because I just I freaking love the stories. But I'm also very stuck at like I love the classics. I can't I will say the that Secret Wars. Well, the problem with reading that Secret Wars is that you really have to read the whole Avengers run up uh, Avengers and New Avengers run up to it. And mm-hmm. also you should probably read Jonathan Hickman's Fantastic Four leading up to it also. It's a lot Possibly. of reading, but like when you do that, the payoff is just like it, Jonathan Hickman is a master builder, just like an architect of story. And I will yeah, say fine. it yeah, it's like one of those things where, like, if I were to talk to somebody who'd never watched any of the MCU, like uh, my my partner, for example, you know, if I'm, if, I would never be like, "Hey, babe, go watch these twenty three movies so you can enjoy this twenty fourth movie." <laughs> you know, like that's an outrageous and uh, like unreasonable thing to ask. However, yeah, who would do that? When you do put in that time investment, you do get the payoff commensurate with all of that investment. (laughs) Right. The payoff is amazing, but is it, but is the juice worth the squeeze two years from now for someone brand new? I mean, I think, I think it is. I I mean, well, I think that it pays off everything that it sets up and, and you feel like you feel rewarded for all of that investment in time. But going into it, knowing the size of the ask, it's hard to go up to somebody and say, read these 250 issues of comics, mm-hmm. watch these 25 movies. Like, these are insane things to say to another human being. Right. <laughs> or follow my I, Twitch I, and read along with me on Sundays. Hey. Exactly. Hey, shameless plug. It's my, it's my uh, pod. I can say it. <laughs> I I will say this because this is very much, very much true story. And I'm not ashamed yeah. of saying it. I, okay. Steven, my partner, he has never seen, or he just knows Marvel characters, but not like invested like I am. And then yeah. when Endgame came out, because we were just starting dating, I was all crazy. I, I, I drew infinity stones on my cheeks. Like I, I have photos to show you. I went nuts. I went to go yeah. gauntlet. I went crazy. And he's just like, hey, I've never seen a single Marvel movie. I just know of it. And I was like, all right, no joke. I still have it. I have a PowerPoint of all the comic books in the easy, dumb, summarized way. I went through all the PowerPoints with them. I was like, this is it. Okay. We watched every single movie. And I am that psycho where I have to pause and say, hey, please pay attention. This is very crucial. This is very crucial. And like, watch. <laughs> and then I would do a summary after every single movie. I would make him listen to my summary after every movie. And I was like, remember that glowing cube that we just saw just a second ago? That like Cap was fighting with Red Skull. That's very important. Make sure. And then when we talk about it, I will tell you more. And I literally broke it down. So much that when he walked in the end game, he was like a professional. Like he's been a fan for the oh last five years. <laughs> I got him down. Perfect. Wow. I, 
<laughs> broke I broke his soul and I just like this is this is happening. You can't sit next to me in a room of fans like myself who are going to be screaming and shouting because I kind of yeah. already knew what was going to happen. I had a sense from reading the the, you know, the classics. I'm like, I have a feeling this is going to go down. Things will get traded. I already knew the plaque, but it was going to pass. I was calling it. So I was like, you can't sit here and not act insane like I can. Like you're going to walk in here like. You'd be the only person that like, never seen like a you know monster truck anything. You'd be like the only one going wild. Like you'd be sitting there like <laughs> it wouldn't make sense. Like this effects. Yeah. Two weeks. Two. I, he gave me two weeks. Broke him. That is dedication to the cause. Damn. Well, uh, two weeks. Yeah. Two yeah. Weeks. Holy. Sm- wow. Take it. I'm two weeks. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That is. That is honestly impressive. I was like, you can't sit next to me or you you won't understand. Like you don't understand like the intensity of this movie. This is like, I was like, this is like the Super Bowl. I was like, I was was trying to talk to him like in language that he would understand. I was like, this is like, (laughs) this is the world series. This is it. Like, you know, and he's also like, like this, this is like the album of the year. Like this is it. So you have to know everything before. You can't just walk in here and not know anything because you'll be lost. Yeah, I'm saving you the pain. Yeah. And Damn. Yeah. So I can be that person. I will make you watch every single MCU. I will make a PowerPoint <laughs> essay and just don't come to my house and say you've never seen a Marvel movie or there will be some issues. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's amazing. Damn. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with one last question that doesn't have anything. Well, potentially doesn't have anything to do with what we've been talking about, and then and then we'll call it. What's on your Christmas wish list this year? Oh my god! Um, my Christmas list—it's more Funkos that I've missed because I was a late collector. As I call myself, I was late, so I missed out some Funkos horribly. And I'm freaking with the the Daily Bugle Lego set so badly. That is the one set mm. I'm sitting on. And waiting for is that Daily Bugle because it has Daredevil in it and everyone else in the book. And I love it and scream and even go and all the spiders, except for my community. And I was like, okay, whatever. Pass. <laughs> whatever. But I mean, 45 figures in the tents. I want that set so bad. Uh, do they have a 2099? I don't, I'm sure they do. I would hope I'm they sure probably they do. will start. They're going, they're going to stand with Crosses, Crosses, Spider-Verse. They're going too soon because I already see the figurine yeah. already out. They're already selling that. Oh, they're already selling for that sh- that movie. It's not even close to being finished, which I find it so funny. <laughs> they're already selling the toys. It's like it, the movie has not even been like finished yet. They're still in the animation process. Like it's not even done, and now you're selling toys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's. I think that's pretty much time. Yeah, I guess I guess so much Steve, do you have something on. on your Christmas wish list? We should say like one or two things because we're gonna be doing a bunch of these interviews, but we should probably add to the uh, conversation. What's My Christmas wish list? Wish list? Um so, <laughs> am I the first person this me. year to ask you? <laughs> you are the first person in like 20 years to ask me <laughs> that be- be- better mental health. <laughs> Nice. I'm honest. Yeah. Like I don't know blind. how much that's going to cost me, but I'll, I'll uh, <laughs> see what I can do. <laughs> how about you? For this episode, I'm going to say the Lego Black Panther bust. 
<gasps> it is awesome. It's at the top of my list. I want the Daily Bugle also, but that bust is going to look so good on my shelf. <laughs> I want it. I want it so bad. Respected. I, I would want, I want it too. Next to the Major. I was like, that's next one. It's because, like, I may have well, to move the Falcon in order to put black. But it holds your in. logo so well. It does, but so does so does like Voltron yeah. can hold it. That's fine. Wait, <laughs> if you can move the hands to make the hands hold your logo, like yeah, black so it does. It does have a non-handed picture. Mm-hmm. So, like, if they're completely separate. If I could move them forward a little bit, then they could. But I, fe- but I feel like the logo would then just be like covering half of his face. I don't know if that's really gonna. You're work gonna out. play around with it, honestly. You're probably gonna play yeah. around with it. If and when I get the UCS Hulkbuster, because. Do you really want that one? Steve and I talked about this. I, so. Will is torn. Will is so, weak. No. I, this is this I, is one, where I most enjoy picking at Will's. <laughs> one, I am weak. How he dare really you? Two, it. I, it doesn't matter if he wants I, it. He has to have it anyway. The arms and legs look so good. The 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 the, the torso looks so bad. But All I'm hearing is excuses. Rough. The here's the thing. Mm-hmm. It is. If you don't include the bust, it is their first non-Star Wars UCS set with the title UCS Universal or was Ultimate Collector's Series, whatever. If I don't buy it, mm-hmm. I am actively not telling Mar- uh, Lego to make more non-Star Wars, primarily Marvel UCS sets. Or you're telling them to make... It's like me ones. casting my vote. And that's the other thing, right? I'm supporting this terrible ass decision because they decided halfway through making the damn set that they're like, oh, well, let's make it so this really poorly selling Iron Man Lego figure that we made can fit inside it. Like, okay, that's cute. But like at the at, at to what cost? <laughs> to what end? <laughs> How dare you? So like I want I want them to make more UCS sets, but I want them to do better. I don't know. I don't know what side to go? to go with. I'm I'm so stressed. I just out. love I, I just enjoy watching the pain this causes you because I'm a bad person and a bad friend. See, I wish they added a different hand. I think what bugged me the entire set is that Hulk or the Hulkbuster, you know, has different like modes that he needs to fight the Hulk. One of them was like, you know, his hand is tensed the way he can grab the Hulk's hand and lock him into place, or he can lock him and also punch him repeatedly. And I was like, where is that hand? Like that could have been an easy, I wish I could modify it more and be like, all right, you can have a different hand here, or you want it flying mode, you could, and you can actually have the stickers for the back. What bothered me that there's no back thrusters on his, like, upper back shoulders. Mm. Supposed to be four, supposed to be four, like, little rockets, I guess. I don't know what to call them. That he was to help him go left and right. It was just gold-plated. I was like, where where are the stickers? Uh, I mean, the the comic Hulkbusters don't really have those back thrusters. I know. Okay, but this is claimably supposed to be MCU Hulkbuster. Apparently, right. is what I've been told. So you're missing out some details here. If you said comic book, <laughs> then I would not argue with you. But you're saying yeah. MCU. You're talking to me as this is MCU base. 
Where's the different hands? Where's those rockets in the back? You're missing a few things. Yeah. For $500. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm torn, man. Few more. Honestly, next year, by this time next year, I wouldn't be surprised if I have it, if I own it. I'm not going to be happy about it. I will be happy about it, but I'm not going to be this happy. This called about Stockholm it. syndrome. Are you are you happy that you like the exact same Iron Man figure that you've gotten from like an old set? Now like a brand new Iron Man figure that bothered me. So you're just going to give me an old retired Iron Man figure and not a brand new one? Well, here's the thing. This is a terrible set, <laughs> and I'm really happy that I have. I'm going to have something you're, to stick it tell, in. Tell the people to, to on this audio, this audio oh, only sorry. medium. Yeah. Please tell the people what you're holding in your hand. <laughs> I'm holding this really random Lego, like old school GI Joe Army Man sized Iron Man. I don't know why they did it, but they did this guy, and it was obnoxiously expensive. And then they've done three spiders recently that are a little bit shorter than this at a much better price point and it's not an amazing set there's a there's a fan and yet made you could, and yet you could pick it up from where you're sitting without standing at all you had because i recently brought it. it over here okay. to show people on my okay. on my twitch because it used to be on my bookcase over there with the other mechs but there's oh, and so what I was almost about to do, literally, is uh, there's a there's a rebrickable fan made instruction set that takes two Iron Men and pieces from Arishem and mm-hmm. makes an actually good looking bulkier Iron Man. And I was gonna, I was legitimately like an impulse buy away from getting a second one of these so I could build that set. And then Hulkbuster design came out. I was like, you could fit, you could fit, Mister. Iron Man G.I. Joe in there, and I'm like, ah, ah. And they're keeping me from making a better looking Iron Man because he's got to fit inside the Hulk. But I... but but calm down. You at least get a light up brick. That's the best part of the entire set. That you it's this has a lighting light too. Yeah, I know. It's the hit so it's, does like the lighthouse. The lighthouse so does the brick, old I guess. Hulk yeah, I know. I think it's the it's the lighthouse brick, the one from the lighthouse set that they did. I think it's a different brick, and everyone's yeah, losing their mind because now. it's it's better, and it's it's from that from that set. And everyone's losing their minds, and I'm like, but at least you got that one and an old yeah. retired figure that was used for the old like mini uh, Avengers towers. You get an old reused figure for Iron Man for Tony. Come on, yeah, yeah it's it's all reused. It, which that bothered me. Make a brand new figure, please. Like it's for the Hulk Buster. Make a brand new figure. Or just throw in Hulk in there for fun. Something. I don't know. Make it different. But I just listen, you all will enjoy oh. the five hundred and so and so dollars. I know. I want it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to add to this conversation but ridicule. <sighs> You're so upset. I will drop you this. I know, I know someone who that I know that works in a place that does this for a living. There is rumor that it's supposed to be a ginormous, like authentic Thanos battleship that's supposed to be coming in allegedly. <laughs> Rather have See, that like, than the Hulkbuster. Why? Why is this? A, why is this an either, either or? 
man. I'll have paid off Hulkbuster by the time that comes out. It's fine. How how dare you? (laughs) Anyway. If if that's legit, I'm buying that tomorrow. If that's legit, I'm buying it tomorrow. And give me a good Thanos figure. That's all I'm asking. Mm. That's all I'm asking. So I, I extended your time way longer than expected. No, you're good. We're I mean, happy to have you that's on. That's the idea of this pod. Let's, yeah. let's be honest. <laughs> it, it happens. <laughs> so thank you, Tay, for yeah. being here with us. Um, no, thank you. I freaking love it. My first Marvel podcast. And I absolutely yeah. enjoy awesome. it. But I can now spill on my Marvel teeth. I don't really ever talk about it except to Steve. And he just said they were like bug eyes the entire time. Like... <laughs> What's who's this? Who's Doctor Doom? I'm like, okay, hold on. <laughs> oh God! Oh gods! Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! Oh. Uh huh. He asked me who that was. Oh. I'm like, you don't know who that is? He's like, no. He's like, you ever seen the Fantastic Force? He's like, who's that? I was like, all right, we're going back to work. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in for uh, for listeners that had a great time listening to you, where can people find oh. you? They can find me on Twitch under Marvelous Tay, probably watching and playing a terribly scary game, as some people in this podcast loves to take advantage of. <laughs> oh, dude, Steve, it's so weird. So, like, when she plays scary games, things on her, like, lamp desk behind her start moving. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What? Like, Mjolnir completely oh, yeah. disappeared one time. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And, um, yeah. You no, just it was to... just funny, Thor. She wanted it back. <laughs> yeah, you just, you have to, like, let her know. <laughs> like, hey, something's moving behind you. <laughs> you might want to check that out. That's right. that's so spooky that it only happens during scary games. So strange. Apparently. So strange. So strange. Yeah. You know, it's, and it, it's only you that really tell me that, that something's moving. No one else in my chat ever warns me about anything. I'm looking out they, for they, you. They just don't, we, they, we bonded they don't over care Marvel. the same way. Look out. Yeah. Exactly. It's nothing mm. but care. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. Okay, well... With that, yeah. I guess we're just gonna put the outro music here and that'll 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 conclude our first super random extra episode in the pod. Thank you, thank you. Thanks, Appreciate you. Alright. Oh, wait, all right. And where we go. Thank you so much for being on this. All right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I love <laughs> Take it. Care. Great to meet you.